Our final Friday conversation with Andrew Ference is brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Sharon Credit Union. Looking to refinance, visit SharonCU.com. Andrew joins us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Uh, You've been better. Too much time on my hands. Too much time. Yeah. I, I, I heard Dale Arnold, and I said this yesterday. As soon as the game was over, they went to him in the Neston uh, broadcast facility there at the Garden, and he's, his first comment was, the suddenness of what just happened is overwhelming. It must feel like you're going 90 miles an hour, and boom, the car shuts off and you're down to zero. Well, I mean, of everything you do, I mean, you, you spend the whole year preparing for games, and especially in playoffs, you put uh, you know so much effort into um, you know just mentally getting getting ready for games and doing all that. But the the one thing that you, you never you know it, it really honestly never crosses your mind is uh, what if we lose? Mm. <laughs> so that, I think that's where the kind of you get that uh, uh, kind of stunned look, uh, especially in an overtime game seven. Um, um, because I think one of the, you know, at least for myself, I, I literally, uh, I think like Timmy, Timmy kind of said it after the game as well, but uh, it really doesn't even cross your mind mm. uh, losing. So it, it, I think that's that's kind of the part that, that uh, uh, takes a few days to wrap your head around. So I guess you woke up yesterday morning and you woke up this morning and don't really know what to do with yourself, right? Well, uh, I got two young girls, so they keep me pretty busy right. uh, with things to do, uh, but it's not the getting into the rink and getting prepared right. for, you know, you know, obviously what I'm, what I'm best at. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, it's tough. Andrew, did the uh, better team win the series or did the team that played better win the series? Well, it's the same thing. I mean, in over seven games, uh, uh, nobody gets lucky. Uh, the best, you know, the, the team that's playing best is the best team. And, 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 uh, I, I truly believe that over seven games, it's always deserved. It's never uh, lucky bounces. Never, um, you know, stay that consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always uh, you can't always just look at the last goal or uh, the last game. You got to go back, all the way back to the first game and 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 start from there. And I think when you really look at it, um, you know, you can't say that we had you know all of our guys play as good as they can and and. Therefore, you know, our team didn't, uh, I don't think we maximized, uh, you know, our potential. So, uh, you know, they, they did. They played well. They played uh, a great system and shut us down. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, kudos to them. You know, they, uh, they, like I said, I think every team deserves it when they, when, they, when they win over seven games. You know, Andrew, I think more than any other sport, people, the analysts, the uh, Monday morning quarterbacks lapse into – these cliches about effort, and you lost the one-on-one battles. You didn't want it enough. You didn't have. You weren't intense enough. Does that apply? Does do you buy that? Do you think that uh, they wanted it more than you did? Uh, no, not everybody. Wa- everybody wants it. I mean, it's it's uh, and, you, and you can't. Uh, I think paint with a broad brush either. I mean, I think that uh, um, you know certain guys handle pressure better than other guys. Uh, uh, certain teams, you know, handle. Uh, situations uh, and you know making sure that um, you know the little details of the games uh, you know it's the little turnovers or the little uh, extra moves that uh, were unnecessary and um, it, you know all these little plays add up and especially in a series where uh, um, you know it's so tight and low scoring that uh, um, you know it's more mistakes and I think mental lapses and, and uh, um, Maybe a battle here, a battle there, you know, is is lost uh, 
uh, not out of um, you know will or desire, but just out of you know poor decision or uh, uh, bad positioning or right. something like that. So it, it's 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 not that another team sitting over there that wants to win more. It's just that I think the, the concentration level and the commitment level to um, you know fine little details over that you know those course of games they they, they start to add up. Uh, did they did did they outwork you? Uh, well, uh, it's impossible to, uh, you know, impossible thing to measure. I mean, um, you know, same thing. I think that there's certain shifts where you, you'd see, um, you know, you, I think you're left wanting more from, uh, from certain shifts and, uh, you, you know, that I think that you didn't get that, uh, uh, that consistency that we're looking for where we'd get, uh, you know, a line go out and play really well. And then, uh, there wasn't that you know, one-two punch, that follow-up that, uh, you know, really kept the attack on and kept the pressure on and, and really got a team reeling like uh, like we expect to, uh, like we expect sometimes. Andrew, can we all agree that the Bruins' previous uh, Game 7 positive experiences versus the Caps' poor record in previous Game 7s had nothing to do with how this series went in the end? Uh, I don't think it has anything to do. I mean, history doesn't count for, <laughs> it doesn't count for much when we're, uh, sitting in the locker room before overtime, getting ready for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, um, it's nice to draw on the experience uh, if, if you can if you can use it the right way. I mean, if you can remember, you know how, like I said, all those all those little fine details. If you remember how important they are uh, in, in getting those wins, I mean, it, it can help you. But you know, if, if uh, uh, once the puck's dropped, you actually have to do that. You know, <laughs> it's one thing to remember sure. it and to think about it, but uh, you, you know, you got to do all those things, and I think that the important thing is too is to. Uh, I think we addressed it, you know, last year is that uh, it is, you know, it, it's one chance, it's one chance here, one chance there. Uh, you look at the, you know, our goal in Montreal that that sent us ahead. You know, that's yeah, uh, you know that's how close it is. You know, Montreal's you know having the same discussions last year. You know, what if uh, you know Bergie uh, felt awful. He, he you know he the puck's jumping around. He couldn't put bury it. You know, I'm sure. Uh, was it was it Gianta last year with a great chance on on Thomas? You know, I'm sure he was kicking himself mm. you know, for not for not bearing it. So it's the way it goes. Uh, um, but I think that's that's you know, like I said at the beginning, it's that's the one thing to just concentrate on the last goal or the last game. But uh, you, you really have to go back all the way to the start of the series and, and go game by game. And, and uh, um, you know, I think it was unsatisfying. You know uh, that. Uh, uh, you know that we didn't, uh, you know, bury more chances earlier on in the series as well. It's not just the last one. If we go back to the beginning of the series before Game One was played, and someone told you the Bruins would lose three times on their own home ice, you would have said what? Uh, I would have said uh, not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, you know, as much as uh, you know, it, as much as it's nice to play at home, I think that our record over the last few years. Has uh, been fairly, you know, fairly even, you know, home and away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that, uh, you know, our, our chances of winning are, are just as great away as they are at home. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't see that it, it, uh, it's had a huge effect on, on our team. And I think that's for, you know, quite, quite a big sampling period. But you know, by now, I don't know what the numbers are, but uh, but it seems that way every year. Andrew, do you think uh, both uh, Timmy and Tuca will be teammates of yours on this team next year? Oh God, I have no idea. Um, I, I really haven't even given it a single thought. Uh, um, that's 
Peter's job. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I guess I get a pass on that one because well, I, I honestly have no. I don't even have a, an opinion on it. I don't even know uh, uh, where to start. Uh, I'm thinking about that. Well, if they're are they both too good to be a, a number two goalie? Are they both too good to be a backup? Uh, well, they're both really great. I mean, I think it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, you know it's great for our team to have two great goalies because you know yeah. um, even even uh, Anton is uh, you know fantastic. You know, he played he played great. Uh, right. um, you know, when he's gotten the chance as well. So um, I'd rather you know I, I think it's uh, if anything it's a it's a, it's a good problem to have. Right. Uh, you know searching around for somebody to, you know, you know, be be able to stop the puck. So, you know, whatever uh, whatever the solution is, there'll be a solution, you know. But uh, right now I think we, we, we have uh, as good a problem as you can get with, with some great goaltenders. Hey, I don't know if you saw, but Joe Haggerty on CSN, and he takes Tim Thomas to task for referring to you guys, his teammates, as they instead of we, and says he's uh, too much of a individual uh, soloist. Soloist. Is that just a goalie being a goalie, or do you think that was a problem? Do you do you agree that uh, he's not uh, enough of a team guy? Uh, well, I mean, Timmy's uh, Timmy's going to get picked apart probably for for <laughs> a lot of comments uh, yeah, after this year. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I think that uh, um, there's probably uh, you know some you know some people outside of the locker room that. Uh, um, you know, we're probably still feeling left a little raw over, you know, the White House stuff and all that. But it really, um, you know, and, I, and I, I would tell you different. I think I'm honest enough to, to, to tell you that it really doesn't bother us that much in the locker room. It, it's, it's who Timmy is, and it, he's been our teammate. Uh, he's been his own guy for, for a number of years, and, and that's fine by us. Like, he, he, he does his thing. He stops the puck. He battles uh, like crazy, and, and, and he wants so badly to win that, that's what more could we ask for? You know, that's our that's our uh, that's our teammate, and uh, to me, that's the definition of a teammate: is a guy that you can look at and and, and trust that he's going to bring absolutely everything to the table to to do his job well. Um, so, in my books, he, he's a great teammate. Um, you know, does he I, does he recycle? Uh, no, you know the fact that he drives a big truck and uh. he doesn't believe in global warming. <laughs> That's that what you hate about him. That doesn't make that doesn't make him a bad teammate. That just, uh, <laughs> that make, just gives us a difference of opinion on certain scientific things. <laughs> we, we we we've tried to bait you into this all year. He just won't bite Dino. He just won't take you know those of us who don't you know, drive well, a what's it, that it, thing? Uh, we, the, non Prius. Uh, you know, if you're fishing for you know the right the right. Yeah, sir. I'm I'm giving you what I what I honestly think, and and that's that's how maybe other people have different opinions on what a teammate is. But you know, for me, uh, the absolute best teammate is a guy that you can you can trust. You know where he's coming from. He's uh, he's not uh, over in the corner. You know, being negative and dragging other guys down with him. Um, you know, he, he's he's showing up every night, and you know you're going to get you know everything out of him. Um, that's a great teammate to me. I've had other teammates that. You know, would smile and say the right thing, but you couldn't, you know, trust that they'd be there every night, and and that's not as good a teammate to me. How about some names on the second part of that? <laughs> not a <laughs> hey, chance. What, so, are you conf- are you going to say once and for all the uh, the White House thing did not affect this team? It did not have did not just drag this team down, hurt this team in the long run. I don't think it hurt us on the ice at all. I think it was a you know maybe a distraction where we had to answer questions for three days and. And uh, we definitely didn't agree with it. I mean, I think it uh, uh, it, it obviously left a lot of you know people scratching their heads and, and you know 
kind of shaking their heads about uh, uh, you know why you why you why you do it or approach approach the situation that way. You know, we, we definitely um, you know heavily disagreed with the dis- situation, but on the ice, I mean, not a chance. He 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 he, uh, he showed up uh, to stop the puck. That's what he, that's what his job is, and that's what uh, a professional does. And and everybody in front of him did their jobs just as uh, just as hard and the same as they would uh, otherwise. I mean, so it's the uh, uh, it was an off-ice distraction, that's about it. Uh, Andy, pretty much everybody knows that the 98 Red Wings were the last team to repeat, and I think pretty much everybody knows why that is, because everything has to break your way to win all those series and win the uh, win the 16 games. But I wonder if you have a theory on this. As of now, with the Bruins getting bounced out of the first round, nine of the last 11 Stanley Cup champion winners did not even get out of the first round. Do you have a theory about that, Andrew? Uh, um. I mean, the easy answer is parity. I don't know if that's the correct answer. Um, I know it's it's uh, uh, it's almost cliche to say that now because you hear it so often. Um, but uh, but I think there's some truth to it. I mean, the the difference between even making the playoffs and, and going a long way are you know it's so small. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just it really is, and and, and it's it, like I said, it, it gets said a lot, but. I mean, it's so true. You look at, uh, um, you know, even like Carolina, they, they have our number all year, and, and certain teams play, you know, other teams great. And it's uh, it's just a such a tight sport. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, does has anybody ever made money betting on hockey because it's such an unpredictable sport? Mm. So, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It. I think that's the only way to explain it. Is is just the difference between. You know, great teams and 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 teams that are scrambling to, you know, even make the playoffs for a couple of years in a row is is next to nothing. All right, how about this for a theory? Does last season's length, a potential twenty-eight extra games that stretches, you know, months beyond where you are now, have a longer-lasting effect than maybe some people would realize? And when you get back to the playoffs, it's still taking some effect from a year ago because you've gone so long and you've gone so hard. Uh, you know, if I had never. If I had never played in the playoffs, I would say, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. But but having last year, I mean, uh, even personally speaking, this was my healthiest years, and I felt stronger than ever and, and great in the games. Um, you know, I was, I was actually, you know, talking with a friend yesterday about that. He was like, man, you looked healthy out there. I'm like, it's pretty ironic after the shortest summer that hmm. you can have your healthiest year and, and feel great. And um, So, so I, I just don't buy into it, you know. I don't think that, you know, physically um, – you know, it's it's nice to have you know all these workouts in the summer and this and that. But at the end of the day, we're hockey players, and and that whole time during playoffs, we're playing hockey. You know, and 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 so you're in great shape. Uh, we didn't have a ton of uh, you know bad injuries last year. That was one of the things, one of the reasons why we said we won the cup is because mm. we had uh, such a healthy team going through all the playoffs. Uh, we didn't have guys lined up you know to get surgery um, uh, during the off season. So I don't think physically you can point at that. Uh, you know, mentally everybody's. Uh, in charge of their own of their own goods upstairs and, and has to get themselves um, you know up for the games and ready for the playoffs and ready to really take on that challenge so um, I guess that that becomes more of a personal question is is were, were guys uh, mentally ready to wrap their heads around you know going through that uh, going through that grind and going through that you know um, that battle and, and remembering, you know just how much they have to put into it, and, and I think that uh, 
you know, if there's anything that you can, you know, point to, I think maybe that's uh, uh, maybe something that we had last year over what we did this year. It's just that that really, uh, I mean, going back to all, all the first question, that that uh, real attention to detail and and all those little tiny fine points of the game, uh, we're giving, you know, we're, I think we're giving better attention to uh, uh, last year on a shift to shift basis. Okay. I mean, that's really breaking down the game. Yep. But I think that, uh, you know, I think that. To me, I think that's probably stood out more, uh, more than anything. Hey, Texter asks a good question. Are we sure Janet Jones didn't make any money betting on hockey? <laughs> Are we sure about that? Well, she made a, I thought they lost money. I don't know yeah. if they made any money. Yeah. yeah. I think Tockett lost money. I don't know about yeah. Janet. Hey, well, last question for me, Andrew. Are we going to find out in the next couple of days how hurt guys are? Is it going to be while well, he's in for surgery? Is that how this is going to work? Are we say? Milan Lucic was hurt. Are we going to find that out? Maybe. And how bad was Bergeron? Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I'm sure you'll hear, you know, both both things here and there. But uh, you know, obviously, our, our guys that were hurt, uh, um, you know, with you know McQuaid and Horton, those were you guys already know about those. And you know, Bergie was was definitely sucking it up. Uh, uh, I'm sure he'll probably give details today. But um, you know, Lucic wasn't hurt. You know, you know. Guys are pretty healthy, you know. So it's not, um, you know, if guys, uh, you know, if guys are saying, "Oh, I'm a little sore," this or that, you know, join the join the club. You know, everybody's everybody's sore. You know, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, I, I think it's a, uh, it's one thing, you know, when, like you said, when guys are lined up for surgeries and and, uh, uh, you know, Bergie, I know, I know for sure Bergie really fought through uh, these last couple of games. He was. Um, uh, he, was, he was extremely sore. Um, um, so I mean, but other than that, I don't think uh, I don't think we're uh, you can point to being unhealthy or, or hurt. All right, Andrew, we we, we end we end this with the uh, the most pressing, most important question. Over the seven games, who was the most annoying capital on the ice? Uh, Can't vote for Holtby. Uh, <laughs> Chimera, I just don't like his uh, his little chin chin beard thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a little annoying. That look. Are you impressed by Ovechkin? Because I wasn't. Uh, you know what? Like I think uh, as just a as just a player, um, you know, if you, if you don't if you don't look at his salary or his, I was going to say he makes uh, five his, times more than you do, Andrew. Yeah, or look at what he was. Uh, you know what he what he how he was lighting, you know, lighting the lamp a few years ago. Um, you know, if you look at him just uh, as a player, um, you know, he hits hard and he, uh, he, he flies around and he causes some disturbance. Uh, so he, he, he was, he's a good player, but he's, he's not, uh, um, you know, he's definitely, I think everybody agrees, he's, he's not uh, um, like he was a, a few years ago yeah. where it was just scary every single time he's on the ice. Uh, you know, it feels like he's going to score a goal. We'll use this last interview to point out that Andrew has had the opportunity to see Spalding's adaptive sports program in action. Programming begins for the season on May 1st. For more information about programming in Boston, please contact Bobby Delaney, the coordinator at Boston Spalding Adaptive Sports Centers. Here's the phone number, 617-573-7104 or uh, online at bsdelaney at partners.org. Andy, I want to tell you, we really appreciate... um, our conversations with you this year, your forthcomingness and your ability to uh, engage some of our idiotic questions and to get up and early and talk with us. Uh, we appreciate the time and hope we can do it again next year, my friend. Yeah, it was my pleasure, guys. Thanks a lot. And uh, for sure, I just, you, know, you got my number. So, 
Enjoy your offseason. Okay, thanks, guys. Andrew Ferentz with Dennison Callahan on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. Our conversations all year long with Andrew, brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Sharon Credit Union. Looking to refinance? Visit SharonCU.com.